Welcome, Merry Christmas, and Happy New Year. We made it. 2020 is over. 2021 is here. I'm excited to start anew. My name is Damian Fayou. I'm the pastoral resident here at Trinity, and I am glad that you're here with us. We're going to read our text together. It's in Luke 2, 41 through 52, and we'll get started. Luke 2, 41. Now every year his parents went to Jerusalem for the festival of the Passover. And when he was 12 years old, they went up as usual for the festival. When the festival was ended and they started to return, the boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem. But his parents did not know it. Assuming that he, had, he was in the group of travelers, they went a day's journey. Then they started to look for him among their relatives and friends. And when they did not find him, they returned to Jerusalem to search for him. After three days, they found him in the temple, sitting among the teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. And all who heard him were amazed at his understanding and his answers. When his parents saw him, they were astonished. And his mother said to him, child, why have you treated us like this? Look, your father and I have been searching for you in great anxiety. He said to them, why were you searching for me? Did you not know that I must be in my father's house? But they did not understand what he said to them. Then he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was obedient to them. His mother treasured all these things in her heart. And Jesus increased in wisdom and in years and in divine and human favor. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Would you pray with me? Holy Spirit, come. We ask for you to teach us to speak in our homes in this place. And we trust you. In your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Jesus is 12 years old. And it's been 12 years since the events of the Christmas story. 12 years filled with everything raising a 12-year-old is filled with. 12 years filled with everything a growing child would experience in their first 12 years of life. And Jesus is 12 years old. And I want to make a note of that because some of you listening might know better than anyone what it's like to be 12 years old. And some of you right now might know better than anyone what it's like to raise a 12-year-old. And if you're trying to think if you know any 12-year-olds, just think about the middle schoolers in your life. So we have middle school Jesus in the story. Except in Jewish tradition, 12 years old was just one year before he began to step into adulthood. So this is still boy Jesus. And the reason I want to notice that is because it's clearly a coming-of-age story, a story about a growing Jesus. And it's only three verses in that we find Jesus left, uh, he stays behind in Jerusalem after celebrating Passover with his parents. Mary and Joseph are traveling home in a large group of people filled with family and friends and neighbors and probably a few strangers. And in verse 44, it says this, They started to look for him among their relatives and friends. And when they did not find him, they returned to Jerusalem to search for him. And it would have been normal for them to travel a good ways without seeing Jesus because the expectation was that he was among the crowd. He should have been doing what they had done every year they traveled to Jerusalem for Passover, but this time was this different. Jesus was growing. Verse 46 says, after three days they found him in the temple, 
sitting among the teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. And all who heard him were amazed at his understanding and his answers, which to me feels a bit comical, right? Okay, so Mary and Joseph find Jesus. And by the time they do, they find him in a temple, which I don't know what's better or worse. Imagine this. Your child is supposed to come home at a certain time and he doesn't. He's not answering his phone and it's been three days. You've probably called the SWAT team or something. Like your child is missing. You keep looking and three days later you find him at church in a Bible study. Do you scold him? Is he punished for life? Is he not allowed to leave his room for the next 20 years? Um, Or are you happy because he's doing the spiritual practice at this church and this Bible study? I am for sure angry. But it makes this situation more complex because Jesus is growing and he's becoming something more than just their boy. And Mary and Joseph are experiencing the growing Christ, who is no longer just their baby Jesus. He's becoming the one who is to come, the one that all of Advent was about. The one who is supposed to set the captives free, but he's still just a boy. Middle school Jesus and this experience of the growing Christ is difficult, surprising, and maybe a bit different than what we expected. Jesus is in the temple asking questions and all are amazed at his understanding, and which for us is not surprising because we know the end of the story, right? We know a little bit more about later in his life. But everyone experiencing this story was watching a growing Christ and surprised at this 12-year-old boy who existed outside of the box most 12-year-old boys exist in. Jesus was growing. Verse 48 says, When his parents saw him, they were astonished. And his mother said to him, Child, why have you treated us like this? Look, your father and I have been searching for you in great anxiety which gives us a picture of what Mary and Joseph have been going through for the last few days. They have been searching for Jesus with great anxiety, searching for their son, searching in the places they thought he might be and all the places they learned were his favorite places in the last 12 years, and yet he was not there. It took them three days to find him, and the temple wasn't the first place they looked. And so Jesus was changing. He was becoming. He was growing. You can tell by Mary's statement that this process was a bit offensive. She said, child, why have you treated us like this? She felt like she was treated wrongly by Jesus' disappearance. She knew that Jesus was her child and there was an expectation about where he should be and who he should be with. He was supposed to be with them, but he wasn't. Jesus was growing and he was becoming different than what his parents may have expected. And I wonder if Christ is still growing, different than we expect. Verse 49, he said to them, why were you searching for me? Did you not know that I must be in my father's house? But they did not understand what he said to them. Jesus was growing not only physically or in wisdom, but also in identity. Jesus was growing into the Christ, which means into the anointed one, the the king that was going to reign. He was going to usher in a new kingdom, this boy, Jesus. But he was not only Mary and Joseph's boy anymore. He was growing in his understanding of his identity. And he was also God's son. From the perspective of Mary and Joseph, they were watching this miracle child grow and learn and become all that he was. His identity was clearly becoming, but this time becoming disruptive. 
disruptive to his parents' expectations. They expected him to be in the crowd. He disrupted their plans. They planned to be home by now. They disrupted their hopes. They hoped that they knew Jesus and all of the different facets of his personality, but yet he was growing and becoming. He was disruptive to their fears. They did not expect to be afraid that their boy was missing. Jesus, similarly to the growing children that we know, was becoming and growing, and they watched Jesus' identity blossom over the last 12 years. But in this moment, it was shocking and scary and anxiety-inducing and confusing. And you know what it's like, right? To watch someone grow from its whole existence being reliant on you to survive, and then all of a sudden, they have all the facets of personality, all the nuance that comes with it. One day, all they love is action figures, and the next day, all they love is wrestling, and the next day, all they love is riding a bike, and all of a sudden, they're asking you questions about your generosity. And your child, you're watching grow and become and challenge you. And I wonder if this growing Christ challenges us. Jesus was unapologetic, and he said, did you not know? Why were you searching for me? Did you not know that I must be in my father's house? Jesus was making a statement about his growing identity and expected Mary and Joseph to see it and know it, that he belonged to God too, in a family sense, in a father and son relationship sense. And what we began to see in this story is because he was growing into his identity under his father in heaven This would not always match up with all the ways he was supposed to be a son to Mary and Joseph on earth. Jesus was growing and becoming more than what Mary and Joseph imagined. And what I want to tell you about your relationship with God is that you will experience a growing Christ. God will not always exist in the box that you're used to God existing in. God is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow, and yet we are faced with a growing Christ. Just because your perspective and experience of God will continue to grow does not mean God has changed, but it does mean God might be more than you originally imagined. This is the growing Christ. Not only do we see Christ in this story, but we will also experience a growing Christ in the world around us, especially in our understanding. Why do you think for those of you who've been walking with Jesus for a long time have not always believed exactly the same thing? You're experiencing a growing Christ. The Christ in you, the Christ in the world, and the Christ in your neighbor. How many of us know that when we first started following Jesus, that we clung to a simplified version of the more complicated faith that we have now? It's because we're experiencing a growing Christ. There's this type of baby Jesus that we cling to when we come to faith. Of course, it's a, it's a mature and adult Jesus, but at the same time, it's a simplified version. And the more this Christ grows in us and around us and in our neighbors, the more we experience a type of disruption. Because what I found to be true is the longer that I've walked with God, the more I've been disrupted because I'm experiencing this growing Christ. You will experience this growing Christ in you and it will disrupt your ego and all that is attached to it. Growing in how much you know that you are loved by God or how much, how far God has cast your sin from you. Growing 
in your understanding of how God is generous and how that challenges you. The whole month of November, we were praying for the gifts. And imagine one day you were praying like you always prayed and all of a sudden you began to encounter the gifts of God. That is what it means to experience a growing Christ. Or for me, this year, this has been a really tough year. 2020 was tough and I'm glad to be in a new year. But I found God in my grief and I did not expect to see him there. You will experience a growing Christ in the world and it will disrupt the systems that are opposing Christ's kingdom. As you watch Christ grow in you and in the world around you, you will begin to see the structures that uphold injustice that are opposing the very kingdom that God is ushering in and calling you to help usher in. You will experience a growing Christ in your neighbor and it will disrupt your worldview and your implicit bias. When you begin to see Christ in your neighbor who's different from you, not just the same, but the one that crosses race lines or socioeconomic lines or political lines, and you begin to see Christ in a neighbor that is nothing like you. What is your posture towards the growing Christ? Is it the, the first posture we see in the story by Mary? That when she was disrupted, she responds out of that disruption She's frustrated and anxious and she tells Jesus that, which most of us would probably tell Jesus that, right? That this disruption is hard and it's difficult. Or maybe we respond a bit different like Mary does later on in the story. Verse 51 says this, Then he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was obedient to them. His mother treasured all these things in her heart. And Jesus increased in wisdom and in years and in divine and human favor. It was on their way home as they, as they left Jerusalem together. She began to experience this treasuring of Christ. These moments would not only shape Jesus, but they would also shape Mary. And this growing Christ, Christ is not only shaping Christ, but it's also shaping us. And what it means for Christ to grow in us is to be so open to the ways in which Christ moves in us, in the world, in the way in which we see our neighbor, because what we've done unto the least of these, we've done unto Christ. I believe many of us need to ask this question, what does our image-bearing neighbor teach us about Christ, this growing Christ? Because God is not just like how you imagined. Maybe there's more experience of God. Maybe Christ is growing. We are always learning Christ. And even creation has his fingerprint. And all of creation might bear witness to God, but do we allow ourselves to go searching for Christ, to find him? Do we allow ourselves to be offended by him? Because our discovery is different than what we would have imagined. Do we treasure what we discover about him? Christ, Christ the boy, the risen Christ, the Christ in our neighbor. What is your posture towards the growing Christ? You see, Mary didn't allow a difficult and startling and surprising situation with Jesus to create a wedge between her and him, but she experienced it. She took him in home. She treasured him. May we have a posture towards the growing Christ that allows us to treasure the disruptive nature of growth 
and all the ways God might become more than what we expected. Might we not allow this year in 2021, might we not allow the disruption that we experience to separate us or cause a wedge between us and Christ? And might every single time we are disrupted, might we look and ask, is Christ here? Is Christ growing? Is there something that I did not see? I have three questions for us to consider today. And the first one is to uh, two different people, parents and children. What has it been like to watch your child grow into who they are becoming? If you're a parent, it'd be incredible. I think it's a great opportunity for you to talk to your children about what it's like, what it's been like to watch them grow. But if you're a child, it'd be awesome for you to ask the same to your parents. What has it been like for them to watch you grow? Question number two, when was the time you realized God was more than you expected? And number three, have you ever had a moment you felt disrupted by the growing Christ in you, in the world, or in your neighbor? And may we have a posture towards the growing Christ that allows us to treasure the disruptive nature of growth in all the ways God might be more than what we expected. Would you join me in praying the Lord's Prayer? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Go in peace.